Hey and welcome to Eliza starting at 16. I'm Eliza, a 17-year-old girl living on the Upper East Side of Manhattan, and I'm here to do my best to explain what's going on in the wide world of teenagers these days. So first of all, every week, as you may know, I ask you guys to ask me any questions you might have for me or teenagers in general, and I will ask my friends or anyone I can to try to give you the best answer. You can email me those questions at elizastarting at gmail.com. And recently, Kayla emailed me with a bunch of questions, which I will answer here in case you guys are curious about them too. So the first one is, am I an only child? And the answer is no. I have an 11-year-old sister, Eleanor, and she is... Oh, this is embarrassing if she listens to it too, because I know she does sometimes just to torture me when I have to hear my own voice. But she writes novels, she dresses up, she calls me darling and sweetheart, she's brilliant, she's constantly like posing these philosophical questions and decorating things and pretending to be an adult or a fancy lady, or she'll just put on a persona. She's just really fun and like a friend to me. Yeah, she's the best. We really don't argue, and I think part of that is our age gap. I just think it's a really good amount of space for us we're just pals maybe i'll have her on here sometime even though she is far from a teenager at age 11 second of all she asked what i think or what teenagers think of kim kardashian's level of self-love in regards to selfies and how i was so heaping praise on selfies what do i think of like her level where she just constantly posts selfies or pictures of herself doing random things just because she looks good and she asks is there a line that you can cross and be too narcissistic personally i I mean, I think Kim Kardashian is another level because she has so many fans that, like, if you're Kim Kardashian, I don't think you're posting selfies necessarily for validation, considering that everyone probably tries to validate you daily. Constantly, you're praised as being so attractive, so I don't think that it's as important for her, considering she models and is constantly in the public eye being called hot. Um, At the same time, I don't have an issue with it. Like, she does what she wants to do. She's not changing my life. I don't know her personally, so it's kind of a more distant level. I don't really see a person in real life, not that she's not a real person, but you know what I mean, doing that level of kind of exposed, fake, candid, really fashion, edgy pictures of themselves, but I wouldn't have a problem with it if that's what they want to do. I don't have an issue with it. And in addition to that, I'm here, totally here for Kim Kardashian's nude selfies, selfies, whatever she wants to do. But at the same time, I also am really aware that her body type is a very extreme body type where everyone kind of looks to her, I guess, for the standard of hotness or something. I don't know, where she's got a little waist, but she's got big everything else and curvy in all the right places, blah, blah, blah. And I don't, I'm not going to pretend that she is the reason that people have body issues because she is, I mean, she's, she's as much a victim of internalized body issues for women as much as anyone else is. I'm sorry if I'm stumbling over this. I'm thinking this out. But but I don't want her to be the only way you can post, you know, a picture where you're more exposed if that's what you want to do. Obviously, not everyone agrees with it. I'm not going to sit here and be the moral center of everything. I don't think she should be the standard where only if you look like her can you post that. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. I don't think it should be like, if you look like Kim Kardashian, you're allowed to do this. And if you don't, then sorry for you. I feel like I'm going off on a tangent here, but I do feel like that tends to be the case where it's like, it's acceptable for her to do it because she looks the way we want her to look. But if you don't fit that standard, then you're not allowed to do that. 
and I noticed that a lot where if someone's beautiful and they post a selfie then it's like oh she's so beautiful and I wish I looked like her but if someone doesn't fit those standards that we all kind of have internalized then it's like ew can you believe that she did that why would she do that and I'm really here for especially for those people where you post it like do that I'll like it a million times over like if I see it I will like it often I kind of am uh, MIA from social media because it's like a lot to keep up with but when I'm there I'll be liking it because I'm so so here for the people who don't look like Kim Kardashian and are just putting themselves out there they deserve all the validation so that's that that's my kind of rough answer to that question I'm sorry I got off on a tangent her third question is what do teenagers think about charity philanthropy nonprofit organizations do they care at this point in their lives um the answer is yeah a lot of people are really involved with charities and nonprofits and at my school at least there's a requirement for a certain number of community service hours you have to fulfill before you can graduate and my school helps with that too they'll say here's an opportunity or you can go to someone in the administration and say I really need these hours how can you help me figure this out so I can graduate and a lot of seniors struggle like at the last minute you're like I gotta rack up those points but there's a community serve I mean those hours I'm sorry but there's a community service club where it's like okay you'll get three hours if you do this so everyone come and that's a resource for people something else though is that people will go on these charity trips and then be like oh I experienced this poverty and they're all so happy and that really opened my eyes and then they'll use that for a college essay and um, often I think that's sort of discouraged I read an article I think it was in the New York Times today about that where it's like constantly people are going off to countries and seeing all the poor people and they're suddenly their eyes are open that you don't need money to be happy blah 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 and they're kind of using these people's lives for their own gain instead of like actually doing something about it um I think it's called voluntourism where you go off and you try to help people but you're really kind of doing it for yourself just to post pictures on Facebook of you with this poor hungry children or to write about it in your essay and talk about how you changed your life. You had some epiphany there. I am not into that kind of charity work. If you're going to do charity work, then do charity work. Don't do it so that you can utilize it for your own gain and not really have anything invested in it at all. Also, there are a lot of articles about how often that doesn't even help the people like for example if there are children then they'll get really excited to see you and all of a sudden you're leaving and the new people come and then they leave or a lot of the time resources are taken from the local people where you think you're helping but you're actually hurting there are a lot of articles you can read about this a lot of things out there people care and that's great but i think there's a difference between caring about charity like this question asks and saying do they you know do they care versus yeah they care but they care so that they can use it now I know that I've kind of broken tradition with the past few episodes I've kind of stopped doing my segments and that's not because they're done it's just because it's summer and so many things are happening that they don't really fit neatly into boxes but I will return to one segment today which is stressed about and it's a little early for this but I'm already worried and it is well to preface this if you have listened for a long time you'll know that I have a real issue with weather if it's gloomy out I'm gloomy it just kind of happens I don't really know how to control it I don't really know how to fix it I've tried the lights that have LED lights like a thousand of them and you look at them in the morning and you look at them in the night and they wake you up and make you feel better and I kind of haven't noticed a difference and so I'm worried already about the fall and how it's going to affect me because I don't start school till maybe halfway through September or a quarter through September, but I'm already kind of nervous 
about fall's effect on my mood and winter's effect on my mood in particular. Rain and snow and gloom bum me out and I haven't really mentioned it before, but on my dad's side, anxiety and depression run pretty heavily, and I have not escaped that gene, so I handle it. I, I handle it the way I handle it. I I take my medicines, and I'm doing fine, but I, I'm getting my hopes up right now that things are fine, and I'm just really worried about what if things aren't fine once the weather turns bad. Yeah, I'm doing great right now when the sun is out and it's warm and I don't have that many obligations, but what about when the stress from school gets to me? What about when I'm writing college applications thinking about the future when it's gloomy out and snowy and cold and I'm worried about being a senior and, and I'm just worried. I don't I I'm good at handling it. I mean, I'm thinking I'm praising myself for being so great at handling things right now. And I'm like, oh I'm doing so well. I'm so stable and organized and, and doing great and so cheery and, and everything. But what about when I'm not and how will that approach me when I have less sleep and more issues going on how will that pressure impact me and a bunch of you had said have said like oh i have issues already and seasonal affective disorder also bums me out this does this this does that and i i'm just nervous i guess is i'm just nervous every year of high school i've kind of had a different vibe especially you know given like summers haven't always been great for me even though the weather's great and everything, whether it's been, oh, I'm having boy problems, which luckily I'm not right now, or I kind of hadn't figured out my own situation. Right now, I feel great, but will I forever? I don't know. This is kind of an oversharing moment, which I haven't done in a while, but that's something I'm really worried about. And I'm sorry for the somber tone, but I don't usually have a somber tone, but I have a somber tone today because I'm just nervous. I hadn't really thought about it until today, when I realized, oh my gosh, it's coming. Um, starting tomorrow, I'm going to this like essay, college essay writing thing at my school. A bunch of my friends are going. And I'm realizing summer is kind of coming to a close. There are gloomy days now and I need to be prepared. So if you have any ideas for how to prepare yourself for oncoming feelings when you're kind of not sure what the feelings are going to be, do you know how do you prepare yourself? What do you keep on hand? What do you think about in terms of how to tell people how to help you? I constantly try to explain myself to people so I can help them, but it kind of ends up just confusing them and confusing me. I tend to go in circles. I analyze things too much. How? What do you do? In summer, maybe I'll listen to a podcast and go for a walk, but what about when it's winter time and it's freezing and you have homework and things to do and a test tomorrow and... You kind of don't have time because you're a senior and you're writing college applications and you got to get into college. What do you do? So if you have any experience with that or any tips or anything, I would very much appreciate it because I'm I'm starting to get a little bit um a little bit on my toes already. So I'm very sorry for the somber ending and I need to stop saying somber, but I feel like it's the best word I can come up with. Thank you so much for listening. Follow me on Instagram at Eliza Starting and it would really help me out if you would subscribe, rate, and review the podcast and email me at ElizaStarting at gmail.com if you have any questions, any answers, anything you want to say at all. I love to hear it. So thanks for listening and come back in a week because who knows what we'll be into by then. Bye!